Good day, kind sir. Oh, how you doing, brother? I am well. So very grateful that you are doing this. Well, well, let's get right into it. Good people. This is Dwayne. I hope that this finds you well blessed and in your right mind. Thank you so much for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors so very much. Today, I have the extreme pleasure to introduce to some and present to others the great, the great Nathaniel Stampley. Now, Nathaniel Stampley is an accomplished, accomplished man. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say that I have had the extreme pleasure to share the stage with this gentleman, and he is first class all the way. Uh, I just want to tell you a little bit before Nate begins to just tell us a little bit about himself. I want to give you a little bit of background uh, here. Uh, so Nate is from uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> He's from <laughs> Milwaukee. And um, also, I just want to say that he is, uh, first, first and foremost, a, a really, really good person, a really good man. He is a husband and a father, and he is a hard, hard worker. But uh, Nate is from Milwaukee, and uh, I want to give you some of his major, major uh, Broadway credits. Uh, Nate has done uh, Broadway as well as film and TV, commercials, voiceovers, and all that great stuff and traveled the world. Uh, let me just say that he <clears throat> has done Cats. He's done the Gershwin's Porgy and Bess. He's done The Color Purple, uh, which was the very first show that was here and also the revival of The Color Purple where I had the privilege of sharing the stage with him. He did The Lion King as well, playing Mufasa. He also has done uh, Porgy and Bess on tour. He was uh, nominated for an NAACP award, which is amazing. He's done Ragtime, Off-Broadway, film and television work with Felicia Rashad, uh, David Greer, you know, many, many people. So anyway, let us welcome Mr. Nathaniel Stapley. How are you, Stampley? How are you today, sir? Uh, doing well. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. And yes, by the way, before I even get started, there are black people in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, kind sir, and you, kind sir, have done Milwaukee very, very proud. Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this podcast. I have had a vision for a while of talking to people like yourself to encourage the next generation of performers and just young people in general uh, to follow their dreams, to uh, know that there is a seed deep down inside of them that they can reach their truest potential. So, Nate, when did you first know that you have this gift and you wanted to serve it to the world, sir? You know, I grew up uh, in the church. My father is a pastor, and I've been singing in church literally all of my life. And so I always knew, and, and people would always respond really well after a song or, or a bit of oration or something like that before a congregation. So I always knew that being before people would be a part of my life. And uh, it was in third grade. I was in a production of The Most Amazing Snowman. And I got to sing and perform in front of the entire school. And I'll never forget that feeling. And I, I knew I wanted that feeling in my life. Uh, yeah, so that, 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 that performance changed my life. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It's just one thing that could just really take you to where you really, really want to go, right? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, and obviously there was encouragement from my teachers and my mom is an incredible musician and artist herself. Um, but I, I, you know, it was something about singing in front of my peers at school. And I mean, I, I bombed by the way. I mean, it, it did not go well, but I still <laughs> love that feeling. And I knew I wanted to in my life. <laughs> well, you know, let's talk about foundation for a moment. You talk about your family and how incredibly, um, you know, talented your mom and dad were. I too grew up in the church kind, sir. We have something in common in that way. Um, yeah. And a lot of other things. But can you talk just a little bit about foundation and why foundation is so very important just for you as a person and then as a performer? Uh, I, I think as a person, um, the stronger the foundation you have, the, the more stable a person you can potentially be. Um, you know, in this life and definitely in this profession, there are a lot of things that will sway you. A lot of events will happen things that will make you smile, things that will devastate you, things that will make you cry, bring you to your knees. But if you have a foundation of faith in something higher than yourself, a belief in a creator or a, or a spirituality that is bigger than what you can see and put your hands on, um, that will take you very far because there are a lot of days where you will hear a lot of no's before you hear a yes. And in those times of no, it could be very low, but knowing that, okay, my parents taught me that, you know, faith is really important, that a belief in a higher power and knowing that things will eventually work out for the better and for the good. And so that has always helped me in my personally. And then in my career, you know, there are many times where, um, you know, I don't always get the part I'm, I'm up for or, I, or things uh, financially aren't where I think things should be. And then something breaks and something changes. And then I get that next job where I, I didn't expect or came out of another uh, situation or, or in a way that I, I, I wasn't planning on. And that knowing that I all, I'm always taken care of. And that's something I've known that even as a child and my parents really instilled in me that you will be taken care of. That doesn't mean it won't be uncomfortable and you won't have painful moments, but things will work out for you. But you have to do your work and prayer and sacrifice is important, too. That is amazing. You, sir, are a gift to the world. And I'm so very privileged to to actually know you. I, I haven't told you that, but I want to tell you in front of all these listeners that it's a great privilege to know you. You are a gentleman in every way, shape, and form. So your faith, your foundation, and obviously perseverance is a big part of what you've done. So tell me, sir, how many years have you been involved in the entertainment industry? Wow, I think it's been... Uh, I know for sure it's probably around 26, maybe 27 years, something like that. That is some serious perseverance. 
<laughs> and that is long. Yeah, that is, that yeah. is longevity. Now, a lot of young people, you know, they they want instant gratification. You know, they want instant stardom.、Um, but there's something to be said about building a career. What are some of the things that that you've done to actually sustain yourself to be able to actually have a career, and not like just this word stardom? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think one thing that's really important. Is, so my training is in classical music. I mean, I grew up singing gospel music in church,、um, but when I went to school, I studied voice, and I was a music major at University of Wisconsin, Madison, and it was there that I developed skills that. Can place me in any musical room, and I can feel comfortable. So I can read music.、Um, I can sing in pretty much any style of music. I can sing and perform in several languages, but a lot of that had to do with my training in school. And so now, as a as an art as an artist, after all these years, I'm able to sustain. For instance, I just did a recording session. Um, a few days back, and you know we didn't ha- we didn't have rehearsal, we didn't have time rehearsal. Handed out the music, we went through it once, and then we were recording it on the next pass through. Right. And right.、Um, so so you know so there are skills you know regardless of what your what your talent is, you can always get better at whatever that is. So if it's poetry, then you should know. Nikki Giovanni and and Langston Hughes and and many of our greats that have come before us. If it's music, you should know some jazz. You should know some gospel. You should know some classical arias. You should know some German leader. You know, because if you want to sustain in a career, there will come a point in time where there are things that will be put before you. That you may not do on a daily basis, but you can draw upon because oh, I did that. I studied this years ago. Oh, I know how to do this. I know how to do X, Y, and Z. And if the and if it isn't a skill set that you possess, you have many other tools to help you in this new endeavor. So、uh, that's that's been the only way I've been able to sustain. So there are moments where I am literally singing with the R and B band. And then there are times where I'm singing classical music in front of an 80-piece orchestra in a concert hall. That is amazing. And I, and I'm and and I'm prepared for everything、yes, in between. Yes, sir. And that is amazing. And that is called longevity, young people. That is called longevity. And yeah, and you know, and I'll I'll say this too. The the other thing about longevity is that.、Um, You know, regardless of who the person is, like you could think of the most famous person, your your favorite artist,、um, he or she has had some setbacks, and he or she doesn't get every single thing that they want, and so there are times where we don't see our favorite artists like. Still there, sir? 
Hello? Yes, can I can hear you. You're back. Okay, for those of you that don't know, so this is on Anchor Radio. You can actually have people call in to actually do the interview. So Nate is in Jersey City, New Jersey, and I'm in South Orange, New Jersey. And we're doing this via a phone call. So excuse that little gap uh, there. We will continue. Um, go ahead, Nate, continue what you were saying. Yeah, I, I was just saying that, you know, sometimes I, even our favorite artists, um, they don't have a piece of art in front of something new, whether it's a book or a film or um, a, a new dance piece or video. There are things, there are times where you have to take a step back mm -hmm. and reassess where you are and work on your craft. Mm -hmm. And sometimes inspired by new, new things and sometimes you're not. But at some point, when you are back into in the public eye, all of your hard work that was done behind the scenes is brought to the front. Mm -hmm. But if, if you don't do the work behind the scenes, then you will fall short in public. And so sometimes, as you think about a long career, there are times you're going to hear no. And in those times, it's your time to work on bettering yourself as an artist and most importantly as a person yes sir yes sir i am in agreement with you 100 and i think that's a great word to get out there to the people you have done so many wonderful things over the years sir you have been in man of la mancha porgy and Bess. you've been in concerts you've worked with these uh you know major major people uh can you share a little bit about those experiences for for some of the people out there um, just about, you know, some of the people you've worked with and the stages that you've been on. Wow. Uh, I, I am grateful for, for all of my artistic endeavors, that's for sure. And I've worked with many incredible artists, including yourself, Dwayne, um, that, that helped sustain me as a person and fuel my fire to keep going. Um, I've had the the pleasure of working with Felicia Rashad. Um, she's a mentor and a coach um, who has helped me um, work on my acting chops on several occasions. Um, I've had the pleasure of, of being on the stage with Audrey McDonald and Norm Lewis. Um, I, I mean, uh, LaChance, who's one of my favorites. Uh, just such wonderful 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 people um ken page i mean just yeah. oh man i just yeah. the, the list is, yeah. the list is long um but but i will say you know sometimes you get to meet and even work with your heroes and people that you absolutely look up to and at the end of the day when it's all said and done they're all people the same way that you're we're, we are all people. Yes, sir. And so there are times we, we all have our own insecurities and we all have our strengths. And we see our heroes in the best light all the time. Um, but always know that they weren't always that good all the time, that it took them a while to get to wherever they are. And I've been able to, to watch greatness up close. Yes, sir. And and it's a beautiful thing but it also is a challenge because then it's on you to meet their standard <laughs> to meet their high level of success and yes, their sir. level of art 
mm-hmm. and 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 it's a, it's a beautiful thing, but it can sometimes be an intimidating thing. Yes. But I'm I'm grateful for working with such incredible incredible artists that um that have challenged me uh, in every way of uh, of my being personally and professionally and and I I love it and I hope that if there's a young person listening to this that um you know when you work with someone like Dwayne that you're excited but also know that you have to do the work to meet him where he is at his level of success yes sir yes sir I, I agree with you and I, and I appreciate the kind words, so I do. So I have the extreme privilege, excuse me, of going out to see you uh, do the great, the great, the great Mr. Paul Robeson. And for those of you who missed that, you missed a treat. And I'm, I'm praying that <laughs> this piece will be picked up and done somewhere because this this man, this, 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 this strong man, Nate, uh, his, his work was uh, remarkable. Can you talk just a little bit about that process, about doing a one-man show, all of the discipline that was necessary for you to be able to, you know, really delve into what that, you know, person was? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, I, I will say this to start out, um, that a one-person show is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> So you have to be mentally prepared to en- engage in, in uh, you know, any one one person endeavor on the stage, mm-hmm. whether it's dance, acting, singing, anything. Like you have to mentally prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the honor of working uh, at Crossroads Theater Company um, in here in New Jersey. And uh, and opening their new space at the New Brunswick Performing Arts Center, and I was just delighted to represent the the giant of a human being and a hero, personal hero of mine, and throughout the world, uh, Paul, Mr. Paul Robeson. And I had the privilege of, of sharing his story on stage, and it, it was beautiful. You know, sometimes when you ha- when you get to play uh, uh, such a historic figure. He means so much to so many people that you want to make sure you're do- telling his story in a way that, that is doing him justice and, or, or her, uh, whoever the person may be. And, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of research, uh, read uh, several biographies on him, um, even a biography of, of his wife, um, conducted interviews with family members, living family members, uh, did a, a lot of research, kind of cross-referencing different books, and, uh, you know, watching videos of him, and then just, you know, really turning off the TV, putting down the phone, and just doing the, I call it the the unsexy part of <laughs> the business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You in a room, you in the text, and you are just working on the material mm-hmm. that you know it you know it so well that you can display it easily for everyone and that you you control the bus versus the bus control yes sir uh, and so that that's always the goal 
and and so that you can whatever you fancy whatever you want to to portray or you know and, and show on stage that you you have you have access to all of those ideas and uh, and it was it was it, it was not easy mm-hmm. and you know my family definitely god bless them for their patience and help uh, my daughter she helped me run lines several times my wife was patient and picking up the slack with the children and uh, i'm so grateful for her um, because really without her my career isn't what what it is yeah. um, so i'm grateful for my wife for sure and um but uh, an endeavor like a one-person show is it takes a lot of discipline a lot of work but it is absolutely worth yes, it. yes sir um a dear, a dear friend of mine chuck cooper um he says he said that he advises every actor to do a one-person show at some point in their career. You'll learn a lot about the material, and you'll learn a lot about yourself. Yes, sir. You did a tremendous, tremendous job. And again, for those of you who did not get a chance to see it at the Crossroads Theater, it is an amazing piece. So if you happen to <clears throat> hear about this piece in the next year, two years, three years, whenever it is, and you see Nate's name above it, you make sure you go and see it, all right? <laughs> it is definitely, definitely gonna be a treat. Sir, as I mentioned in the beginning and you just talked about your family, can you just talk a little bit about what it really means uh, to you to have uh, the family? And um, yeah, just share with the people just a little bit, if you don't mind, just about what that's like. Uh, specifically, I'm just going to just bring this out there as a black father, as a black man, as a black husband on this journey. Yeah, uh, my my wife is incredible. Um, she, we have been married for 15 years. 15 now. years. There you go. Bam. 15 years. 15 years. And uh, I'm so grateful to her. Um, she has. She's seen it all. She's, you know, she's been with me in the highs and the lows and before we had kids and now we have two beautiful children. We have a 12-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old son who are very active and are, uh, you know, very, very active little people on their, on this beautiful journey. Um, But my wife and I uh, are friends. We've, we've always been friends. She's been my best friend almost, uh, I'll say, a few weeks after we met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we've only grown as people individually and collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, she's somebody that I can share my, my deepest, you know, secrets and, and insecurities and fears with and share my triumphs with, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things are there together. And um, she's an amazing artist herself, Lynette Costas Stampley. Um, she, she's here, she grew up in New York and is an incredible dancer uh, and choreographer. And so we have an artist background together mm-hmm. as we support our daughter who is in ballet and our son who is a soccer and a hockey. Mm-hmm player um but there's there's an understanding that is there and a patience and uh and a, and a beautiful trust and a love that's there that's beyond um 
I'll say what this industry can really offer because at home is what is most yes sir yes sir yes sir I and, agree with you and you know it's it it's very easy to forget that you know when you when you're on stage and you see 500 or even a thousand people or or even more standing giving you a standing ovation and cheering you on it's easy it, it can be easy to forget that the most important ovation comes yes, sir. from your spouse and from your from your kids and um and so it's like there there have there have been times where it hasn't been easy there are times where you know since we've had the kids we don't get a we don't get a lot of time personal time or I'll say one-on-one time right. together because of the kids but now they're getting older and it's just like rekindling that that love and joy yeah. of being together um is is a is a beautiful thing and she's she's mm-hmm. my real backbone and that when when things are real yeah. real rough and tough she's there to nudge me or whisper something in my ear that will absolutely encourage me and so i i i say to anybody you know if you you have that person in your life that can do that for you and you you can't yes, help sir. but succeed you can't help but succeed um you know we we applaud the accomplishments of our dear beloved president Barack Obama but he would be nothing without Michelle Obama we we wouldn't even know this brother's name right. if it wasn't for her and i and i truly believe that the majority of my success um definitely since i've been married um is because of my wife she sacrifices right. so much to make it look so easy <laughs> in public well uh, you <laughs> and you know you you know you know what that's like you you have an incredible wife who's a professional herself and you know you all got you know you make it work but sometimes things can tip one way or the other where you get the shine or she gets it but but you all have each other's back and and yeah really man important. 100% you are giving the people beautiful information and i wanted them to hear you and i'm so very grateful to you again sir for taking the time to do this to lend a positive word to share some of your experiences with some of the young people who may be in college right now uh we mentor a lot of young people out of the house we have some people who've gone on to St. Louis in school um some people who are at Pace University NYU Michigan uh CCM so yes. a lot of young people congratulations so, y'all uh, y'all better get it a lot of young people are doing it and they're going to be you know coming back to New York and you know trying to do this for a living so i wanted them to hear uh voices uh of the people who do what they do and some of the ups and downs and struggles and that it's not always lights camera action but life does happen now i just want to ask you this as as an african american man on the journey have you experienced anything uh on your journey that has been challenging in that regard uh in the business so to speak as far as uh anything that you could share or you might want to share at all any type of things that have kind of sort of knocked you down a little bit you had to you know get back in the game anything like that yeah i mean you know it's uh, i'll just say unfortunately it's a it's a story that's repeated quite often by 
many of our greats um, where there are many times we're presented with material that we're not comfortable doing. And these are images and portrayals of black men as criminals, or I'll just say less than who we really are. And um, so I've, I've had to turn down things um, and, and several times I won't even audition if I'm not comfortable with the material. If I'm not comfortable presenting myself that way personally, then why would I present myself that way professionally? Exactly. And, and so I, I've, I, I, I make that a point to my agents and other representatives that I will not present myself in a way that is not dignified and in a way that, that does not show, show me in my best light because we are not just fighting images of today and confronting these images. We are fighting the history of injustices and stereotypes and stigmas against black men and women historically in right. this country. And so to chase a quick buck for something that will have a lasting effect on our people is, is a hard thing for me to do. And so I've missed out on opportunities and, and, and that some of my other friends went right, ahead right. and did and you know for them that's fine but yeah. i know for me it's hard to sleep at night or to present that to family members around the country and around the world and say hey look ma daddy i made it and and i'm playing i'm playing criminal number five and <laughs> you know in this tv show or this this movie you know th these are tired images that that we all know it's it's time for us to, to show the many right, right. facets of right. black life right. in you, America. You know, with the Robeson piece, uh, definitely, definitely, you know, did exactly what uh, you just spoke of. Again, uh, good people, uh, this is Nathaniel Stampley, and he is a tremendous, tremendous person. And he is a gifted actor, writer, director, father, <laughs> husband, mentor again uh nate has graced broadway he's done cats the color purple gershwin's porgy and best the lion king he's been on national tours in uh, gershwin's porgy and best ragtime and the lion king as well he's done many off-broadway and regional uh performances he has done television uh law and order blacklist blue blush just to name a few and I'm more than sure voiceovers and books and things are in his future. I really, really am grateful to Nate for giving me this time. And I want to encourage all of you out there, as I do in uh, this podcast, that, you know, sometimes in life we get dealt certain things and we have to always dig down deep inside of our souls to realize that we are more than conquerors, that we can accomplish anything that we set our minds to. Mindset is everything. So young people, if you happen to be struggling right now, know that if you change your mind, if you change the way you think about the situation, things will always work out wonderful for you in the end. Struggle may happen, but you can get through it because I just talked to a gentleman who found out his gift 
very early and persevered through some things. And like he said, things weren't always just shining. Sometimes you're, you're going to be knocked down, but stay in the game. Stay focused. Don't let a no take you out. If you come to New York City and you're pursuing this career, know that no to me means next opportunity. And you keep preparing for the next opportunity to be the best person that you can be. Because most times when you walk into an audition room, you are presenting your full self. And yourself is no less than when you walked in that room. So sometimes we fit in their puzzle and sometimes we do not. Now, it took me a while to understand that, but sometimes we fit, sometimes we do not. And that is okay. We are no less people because we took this gig or we didn't take that gig. We got this part or we didn't get that part. Sometimes you do what you have to do. I'm going to continue to bring you great content you be on the lookout for some Broadway stars. You be on the lookout for some television stars. You be on the lookout for some Tony winners and some Grammy winners and some Emmy winners. I'm talking people who are gonna blow your minds like Nate did today because he is an exceptional person. I wanna thank him again. And I hope that this podcast bless you in some way, shape or form. If you choose to subscribe to this podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. Pass it on to someone and uh, just keep living, keep doing you keep chasing your dreams keep having your visions don't give up don't give up run after your destiny run after your destiny i'll talk to you a little later thank you nate all right thank you for having me